Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this podcast, Gospel in Simple Times, a place where we learn about God's Word and its application. Kindly brought to you by Miss Nancy Osarugwe Igarira. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hi, guys. Welcome back. I am super excited to have you join us back for another amazing episode on GIST Podcast. Well, I hope you're doing great. It's been a really, really long time, but trust me when I say uh, we literally have been preparing for today's episode. And for all of you who have joined us so far for our prayers online, I am super grateful for you. Thank you for tripping in. Thank you for sending in that request of yours for that of your friend. I want you to keep trusting God because God says if there is a people to pray, then there is a God to answer. And I know my father, he's always working even when we don't see it or even when we don't feel it. I'm super excited for the testimonies ahead of us. God bless you and do not forget to always stand instead of your friends in the place of prayer. All right, so this week we'll be going forth into praying for our families. Yes, we'll be going forth into praying for our families and we're going to treat it as much importance as God has, as God would want us to. Okay, and then we're going to move straight right up into today's episode. All right, so for today's episode, I've literally had the topic for like um, some weeks now. And trust me, it's something that it's, um, it's common. It's common in our day-to-day lifestyle. It's something that is um, important, sometimes important. And it's something God has been teaching me myself to also learn from. And I trust you're going to be blessed in this episode. So do well to share, forward to your friends, listen with somebody, ask your questions, and we'll be always here ready to answer them okay so we're just gonna pray but before then remember how we do it get your three b's and the last one included so let's say we're literally looking at four b's your brain your book your bio and of course your bible for this is important to actively listen participate and benefit from god's teaching this is how we grow okay so please while you prepare that we're basically going to pray for today's episode heavenly father we thank you for another beautiful time with your people thank you for amazing fellowship thank you jesus for everyone just that present thank you for those who are just joining us for the first time we're super grateful that we have this opportunity to fellowship as brethren and we return the glory back to you in the name of jesus in as much as we go straight right up into your word we ask for understanding that the eyes of understanding be enlightened we ask that our hearts be receptive and that you teach us clearly and expressly using me as a pen on paper to teach your people thank you father for in jesus mighty name we pray amen okay okay saying the marcus i day yes all right so God's word for us today is basically going to be hammering on the topic. If you have seen our post recently, you should know the topic already, but I'm going to be saying it for the sake of those who are joining us for the first time or haven't come across any of our publicity posts for this podcast episode. Okay, so our topic for today is tame your tongue. 
amazing right now as cliche as that sounds god is ready to basically teach us a lot of things concerning the power that lies in our tongue and what we should do about it one thing i love about the bible it is is that it's not totally only talking about spirituality but it's talking about how that life we have received now even affects every little thing we do from the way we dress to the way we eat to the way we talk to the way we act to the way we think to literally everything and it's it's beautiful because it's um i think when when i was one day um they told me or rather i heard that the full meaning of the bible is basic instructions before leaving it uh it's basically a manual for believers it's a manual to every aspect of your life but for today we're basically just going to be looking at the aspect of our tongue and proper communication as believers which is tagged in your tongue okay so our text for today is basically going to be taken from the book of james 3 verse 5 to 12 proverbs 18 verse 4 and mark 12 verse 34 to 40. i'll read proverbs 18 verse 4 for the sake of time he said the words of a man's mouth are as deep waters and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook okay the words of a man's mouth as deep waters and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook let's also look at matthew chapter 12 verse 34 to 40. i hope we have our books our barriers and bibles with us and of course your brain to actively listen and benefit from god's word today matthew chapter 12 verse 34 to 40. i read old generation of vipers how can ye be evil speak good things for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh a good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things and an evil man out of the evil treasures bringeth forth evil things but i say unto you that every idle word that a man shall speak they shall get, give account thereof in the day of judgment for by the words thou shalt be justified and by the words thou shalt be condemned then Certain of the scribes and of the Pharisees answered, saying, Master, we would see a sign from thee. But he answered and said unto them, An evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, and there shall no sign be given to it but the sign of the prophet Jonas. For as Jonas was there three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Okay? And then we have James 3 verse 5 to 12 james 3 verse 5 to 12 it says even so the tongue is a little member and it boasted great things behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth and the tongue is a fire a world of iniquity so is the tongue among our members that it defileth the whole body and set it on fire the course of nature and it is set on fire of hell for every kind of beast and of birds and of serpents and of things in the sea is tamed and had been tamed of mankind but the tongue can no man tame it is an unruly evil full of deadly poison dear with bless we god even the father and dear with cost we men which are made after the similitude of god out of the same are proceeded blessing and cursing my brethren these things ought not to be so not the fountain sent forth at the same place sweet water and bitter can the fig tree my brethren bear olive berries either a vine figs 
so can no man, no fountain, both yield salt, water, and fresh water. Praise God. Alright, so, you see from the scriptures we have read, we've basically seen how that the tongue is literally a powerful weapon. The tongue is a powerful weapon. It says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. And then it tells us that a man's word are as deep waters. And wisdom is as flowing brooks. But then James chapter 3 basically hammers on the power of the tongue. Now, if you see in the scripture, we were basically told that the tongue cannot be tamed. What does it mean to tame something? It means to domesticate it. It means to hinder it. It means to stop it from doing something. Now, it has been proven scientifically that with our mode of creation of, or how we were created, we ought to think before we speak. In fact, we think before we speak. But it doesn't seem so most times. I know. I know that you have to encounter people and you literally have to ask them. This person literally think of what they just said before they said what they said. Well, I am here and I can tell you that my brain is thinking before I'm saying whatever I'm saying. Okay? But it doesn't seem so most times because this happens in like milliseconds and we really do not know how fast that happens. But that's how beautiful God has created us to be. So even if this is in a short period of time, God orchestrated that our brain thinks before we speak, okay? Now, this is why the Bible now says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh, and then it commands you that you should guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. Take note that the Bible did not say, guard, guard your mouth with all diligence. It says guard your heart with all diligence because with the way it is literally when we wake up some people even talk while sleeping some people do you get so like there is this tendency that at every given point in time you are talking but the only thing that can control what you say is what you think so we cannot put a padlock on our mouth we cannot um no matter how silent we say we want to become, we would need to speak. We would need to speak. We need to. It's. It's. There's no. That we. We just need to keep talking. You get. So because of that, we might not necessarily sit down today and say, "Okay, what are the things Nancy is going to say throughout the course of today?" I honestly have no total idea about it. But something that can put a check on whatever Nancy says is the abundance of my heart. Is what I meditate on. Is what I think. Is what I let into my gates, my eyes, my ears. She get. So all of these things plays an important role to how we tame our tongue. Now, we are also told in the Bible that the power of life and death lies in the tongue. This basically hammers on how important the tongue is. The Bible basically calls it an evil weapon. You know why? Because it's uncontrollable. It's uncontrollable. And with the words of a person's mouth, a person is either, either made or mad. A person is either justified or condemned. A person is either saved or killed. That is how powerful your tongue is. It makes you, you take choices, you, um, you make choices 
without even knowing what you are saying you basically do things whatever your heart has been pondering on your mouth says it without apologies so most likely when i do or say something wrong to somebody right now i can never rewind back the twist of time or um or the hands of time to give me a second chance to say something better no the least i can do is apologize for it you get now apologizing for it doesn't necessarily mean that it will calm down the anger that i have put into the next person but because my words have been sent out they've been sent out do you get it okay so now we need to also come to understand that our tongue can be used in both ways but we have to make a choice we have to make a choice the bible now tells us just the same way good and bad water cannot flow from the same source so in your mouth blessings and curse should not flow from the same source so we cannot be saying we are believers and what comes out from our mouth is what should be from that of unbelievers it doesn't work So if your heart is full of good things, you would speak good. It's the honest truth. If your heart is full of evil, you would speak evil. Now this is why we need to guard our heart, for this is the only way we can literally put a check on what we do or on what we say. It says the knowledge of foolishness of a man can be shown in his speech. <laughs> you know, in all honesty, have you had to be in a situation where you are finished talking now? Ask yourself, how how did I say this thing? Like, how did it proceed from my mouth? Like, you don't, you don't, you you literally have no. Should I say you have no idea? You literally did not. You did not even expect that the way you are, you you would have been able to say such a thing. You get, but it did proceed out of your mouth. That's to tell you how that sometimes the tongue runs faster than our brain. Do you get? So it might it might just be something that you really did not think of doing, but for every time you had to listen to somebody else say something like that, for every time you you, you saw somebody say or do something like that, for every time you you thought I've seen have you seen this meme that says um me when somebody makes me angry you're about to just bust out like this and then the holy spirit tells you shh do you get that kind of thing you you literally have put a whole lot of words in your head for you to spill out at that moment but god knows that the moment you spill out they start questioning your faith are you are you really a believer are you are you sure that you are you are totally convinced convicted of what god has done do you get so the whole thing goes on and on like that but the holy spirit helps us put a check on it because he knows <laughs> that if you say that thing that is in your mind you will lose the people who are trying to bring into the kingdom do you get but it all basically now boils down to what we meditate on what we meditate on what we meditate on very important and as such the bible comments that we listen more than we speak you know why because when you listen more you have the power to deliberately now plan what your response should be 
Rather than as somebody's talking, you want to give them gas balls, gas balls. When you listen, you have the power to comprehend. You have the power to articulate all you want to say before it comes forth. It says be slow to speak and then slow to anger. Or be quick to listen. Be quick to listen. So all of these are basically how we can now see that our tongue is really powerful. You see, sometimes you have had to speak something, then you reflect on it because <laughs> you now ask yourself, Shobe, it's anger, it is it's the devil, it's not me. I didn't can't be me. I ch- ah, can't be me. Me, I stay that say this thing, can't be me. It's not me. It's it's anger. <laughs> Or something else to try to play with on something else that is why the bible says we cannot tame the tongue not necessarily because what we say cannot be controlled but because at sometimes our tongue rules over our actions it rules over um what we know as at that point in time do you get so even if your brain sleeps things can slip out of your mouth Honestly, so even if your brain is asleep, you can literally be talking about what you are seeing in your dream. You can be screaming and you do not know. Even if your brain is asleep, that's when someone just comes awake and say, Alpha, I need this or I need that, or something came up and blah blah blah, and you your mouth will speak up. That is funny. A funny experience with somebody a few days back and it kept me wondering like if i had to tell this person that this is what you said to me while you were sleeping i'm sure the person will never believe because it seems it seems unimaginable because this person is somebody that can articulate his words before he speaks to you and then when you come to meet the person in the middle of of the night and say hi how are I need this or I need that or in the most unplanned scenario and then the person is asking me have you checked your blood pressure and I'm like <laughs> Alpha <laughs> what did this in your dream that you're asking me? and I'm asking this person seriously are you seriously asking me if I check my blood pressure I'm asking you something else and you're asking me if I check my blood pressure and the person is like yes have you checked your blood pressure I, I could literally know that as at that point the person doesn't know what he's saying but um the the mouth is speaking do you get the mouth is speaking and this person is literally telling me yes i need to check my blood pressure it's more like the mouth knows what it is saying but the person is not conscious of what he's speaking and trust me if the person has no idea about what blood pressure is the mouth would not say it so the mouth is saying what the heart has thought about the mouth is saying what the eyes have seen the mouth is saying what the ears have heard so the mouth can still articulate what he has to say without the person being conscious of what he's saying you see how powerful the tongue is now so that brings us to the point where we now need to see that we have a choice to either speak or remain silent we have a choice to determine what comes out of our mouth. Yes, true, we know that the function of the tongue is to speak. But the question is, does it speak right? 
Does it speak well? Does it speak well? So you need to understand these things. It says when the purpose of a thing is not known, then abuse is inevitable. For believers, our tongue is basically to bless. Basically. Basically to bless. So in all essence, we cannot totally control the tongue, but we can control our gates. How and when or, or where we speak, we can control that by guarding our heart, by listening to our spirits, meditating on the right things and filling our hearts with good thoughts. Take note, we can control how and when or where we speak by guarding our hearts, number one, listening to our spirits, number two, meditating on the right things, number three, and filling our thoughts with good things. Okay, so we should not spill too much. Have you had to talk and talk? You're just just a friend, and then you just be talking. <laughs> you don't know when you're gonna say your secret. <laughs> you don't know when you're gonna say something that you were not plan- you were not planning on saying. That's because your your tongue has has kept rolling for the number of time, and at some point we enjoy it. But as believers, we ought to know when to put a stop to what we're saying. We ought to know when to stop and when to start. We need to know the right time. I keep telling people around me. Um, as much as some words may be, may sound as jokes to people, at some certain times they're not funny. It's just like saying you want to um, joke about someone's academics i don't even know why you do that but people do it let's say you want to joke about someone's academics on a normal note the person just meant to laugh and be like oh my god stop that kind of levels but you're bringing it in a scenario where the person is actually undergoing some academic crisis now as at that point it's not funny now that's the problem that's the difference between a wise person and a foolish person. That's the difference between a believer and a non-believer. As believers, we are cautious of what we say, how we say it. I'm forgiving you, and I beg I'm forgiving you. They are not the same thing. <laughs> they are not the same thing. I said the same thing, but I'm not using the same tone. I'm not using definitely the same expression on my face. And as at, at, and at some point, it's because I'm talking to different people, I will use different tones for them. But it ought not to be so. So don't be the one that makes too much noise. Be the one who is of few words or more acts. Be like Jesus. Be like Jesus. Jesus was moved by compassion as much as he kept saying that ah that these people needed redemption and the kingdom of God is coming and then this and then that Jesus acted love as much as we were told that God is love Jesus acted love you get so we should not always be the ones that are always talking don't always don't over talk my grandma would say um, don't be a talkative. 
She's just talking. You're just talking. Any moment you're talking, we cannot find you, and you are not talking. You are always talking. You have one thing to say or the other. All right. So we need to take note of these things. So for us as believers, we are cautious. We are cautious because whatever proceeds out of our mouth, it affects our lives. It affects our lives. He says we call those things that are not as though they were. There, see, the power in your tongue, when I say it has the power of both death and life, your tongue can kill a man. Your tongue can kill your dreams. Your tongue can kill the prophecy that God has sent ahead of you and your life. Now take for instance the story of Joseph. Sometimes we get too excited about all we know, all we have. We want to share things with people. Well, it ought to be so in the actual sense. But you see, for the case of Joseph, Joseph wasn't speaking ill. Joseph wasn't saying something that was not true. But as at that point, he was speaking to the wrong people about his dreams. Do you get? So sometimes we need to know that our speech, whatever we say, when we say it, to whom we say it, where we say it, affects our lives. It affects our lives and it is a great show. Remember, it is a great show of this faith that you have come into. So if truly we want to live by examples as believer in our words, in our thoughts, in our actions, in our doctrines, our beliefs, then we have to be conscious of what we say. Yes, it is true that sometimes our emotions could, could take a toll on us. Sometimes we get too angry and we don't know when we say the, the wrongest choice of words. We don't know how it comes out. But guard your heart. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. Lately, what I, what I do when I sense that, oh, there's this, there's this thing that's trying to come. There's this feeling of anger that's trying to come towards somebody. I say to myself, my heart is guarded against offense. My heart is guarded against offense because by the time offense stays in your heart, and it keeps piling up. The time it gets to your throat, <laughs> you will spill. <laughs> you will spill but what you are mental and what you are not mental. And that's when you now start having regret after you have spoken to somebody. And it ought not to be so. Secondly, we ought to know that our speech affects other people. Now I see people who say, oh, I'm just a very blunt person. Beleo, sharp now, that is blunt. You that is meant to sharpen other people's life, you are blunt, you are a very blunt person. Though, it is wrong. As much as the truth is needed, the truth is not needed at every point. How we say the truth is important. You are blunt and you just walk up to somebody. Do you know that you don't know how to talk? Or you just walk up to somebody and say, you are very arrogant. That's how you want to correct the person's life. That's the same person you want to preach to tomorrow. So we, we need to know the when and how 
to speak to people. Sometimes silence is the best choice. Silence is a form of communication though. It is a very good form of communication. Just sometimes. So we should not be totally inconsiderate to knowing how our words affect people. This includes the tonation, the sound, the choice of words. I'm saying, oh, I'm sorry, I'm running late, I'm going, and I beg, I beg, leave me, I don't tire, they go. They're not the same thing, no. aside from the fact I spoke pidgin and English. They're not the same thing. The second one seems more like giving off a very irritational energy. And the first one is like, oh, I would have loved to stay longer, but I have to go. I'm literally communicating the same thing that I'm going to, but we're not saying it in the same way. So our choice of words matter. Our choice of words matter. So when you want to say something that is true or a fact to somebody because you need to correct them or you need to be sincere, know how to say it in a palatable manner. Ask yourself, is this the right time to say it? Is this the right place? Some of you, you just go outside in the midst of people just disgrace your friends. Wow. <laughs> I've had to be in a scenario where I just, like, I don't know, like, I, I, I had to talk to somebody about something. And then when we talked, we, ju we just basically stepped out of the place we were coming from. And this person just went out and said everything. Like, like I'm, say I'm thinking that this person is a safe place. And this person just went out and said everything, word for word. And added... <laughs> And added Jara to it of all we had discussed, both of growth, both of anything held in. I'm wondering how, how is this possible? But at some point, people are like that. So you need to know that it's not everybody that should that should know everything about you. It's not everybody that that you spill everything to. It's not everybody because some people don't see wrong in whatever they ever do. Do you get it? Lastly, our words could either stir anger, faith, or fear. We should be the one that would give encouragement to people. Don't stir anger in a person. No, don't stir. Don't stir anger in a person. And if at all you do, be quick to say sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't stir fear in people. It is not. It is not of you to be fearful, and then you'll not be putting fear on another person. It is totally wrong. It is totally wrong. So, for our highlights for today's lesson, know the right tone in using to speak to somebody. Know the right terms. The right terms. This we can find in Ephesians 4:29. It says, "Let no corrupt communication proceed of your mouth, but that which is good." To the edifying of saints that it may minister grace unto the believer. So your speech must edify the next person and it must minister grace to them. Then you must know that you must speak at the right time. This you can find in Proverbs 29, verse 11. And then speak to the right person. Speak to the right person. The right person. Always know the right person to speak to, or else you'll be in hot soup hot soup all right so we've come to the end of today's lesson thank you so much for listening till this time our take-home verse is colossians 4 verses it says let your speech be gracious seasoned with salt so that you may know how you ought to answer every person 
as we go forth in our day-to-day activities. Put a check on your words. Put a check on your speech. Guard your heart. Meditate on good things only. Listen to your spirit because sometimes God is literally telling you when to start and when to stop speaking. God bless you for staying with this time. Heavenly Father, we thank you for every one person that has listened to this. Thank you, Jesus, because we have grace. Grace to guard our hearts and indirectly tame our tongues. Thank you, Jesus, because we communicate effectively. We communicate properly to people. And at the end, your name be glorified. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I trust that we will communicate more, more effectively, properly, and of course, in the right way that a believer should from now henceforth okay so if you have not followed us on our instagram do well to follow us drop a message for us on whatsapp tell us the topic you'd love us to talk on ask us your questions at 08179 we would be love would love to take those questions and of course answer them all right and then for this week please join us for our prayer meeting as we pray for families out there god bless you and keep you in faith i love you jesus loves you more but guess what god loves you best have a beautiful time and note this is our last official episode for the year 2023 so the next episode we're going to be having we're going to be having a christmas series watch out Mwah.